Hey everybody and welcome back to the Bad Parents Podcast. This is Andrew L. Ramirez and today's topic is they'll be ready when they're ready. Ah, playoff weekends. Playoff weekends. This weekend we had two teams, two of my teams that I coached, in the playoffs playing for the championship. Well, one of the teams went to the championship. The other team ended up playing for the third place spot. And it was rather a great weekend. You might actually be able to hear it in my voice because I was screaming at the top of my lungs from excitement all weekend. And one of my teams is going to the championship. Well, actually, they won the championship at this level and they're going to the next level. And the other team, unfortunately, didn't win. And they made it into the third place game where they won third place. And now they're season or this part of their season is over so we talked a little bit in our past conversations about grad series and so I want to take from the grad series lessons and apply it to life because I learned something very important as we sat there after the game after our third place game and putting the medals on the girls and talking to all of them about where we started where we've been what we've come how we've how we've practiced and played and what we've been through And I assessed each of the girls in my own way. And as a coach, it's very difficult to reflect back and see when there are some players that don't have any real growth. The reason I'm in this game of coaching is to see growth in people, to see results, the results that they ultimately want. And in soccer that result is for them to develop and to get coordination and to be part of a team and to learn to talk and move and ultimately to win. And not necessarily win the championship, but win in the sense where I gave it my all. I feel good about myself. I'm proud about myself. And that's good enough of a measure. And if by chance you put a medal around your collar, then that's a cherry on top. But there were about four girls on my team who didn't really experience much growth. And there were actually two of them that I don't think experienced any growth. And so as a coach, I take it to heart because my job is to really help them grow. And as I assessed the entire situation and looked stepped outside of myself and looked back from it, I disqualified one from that disappointment only because this one particular child never showed up to practice. Their parents were the type of parents who wanted to show up to games to take pictures and be, oh, it's really cute to watch them play, but they never brought them to practice, so they were never able to develop their skills or be part of the team or understand what the heck we were doing on the field. So I disqualified that person from my assessment. The other person was younger than the rest of the kids by a year and had absolutely no attention span. And she had no interest in the game of soccer. And her parents showed up to practice all the time, but she didn't show up to practice. She stood around at practice. I I couldn't motivate her to move. I couldn't encourage her to move. I couldn't encourage her to do anything. She kind of walked through the drills. And it was almost as perhaps she was out there by force. And the same applied to a couple of the other kids. Uh, So the remaining two, I think I said that there were four in total. One didn't show up to practice. One really didn't want to be there. And the other two kind of fell in that category. So I sat back as a coach and said, I do everything that I could do to encourage these kids to play the game, to learn the game. Did I give them my best effort, each individually my best effort, so that they could succeed in learning the game, having fun, and playing with the team? 
And the answer was an absolute yes. I give I give my all every single time I'm out there. Sometimes I'm a little a little overzealous in my attempts to infuse my energy in some of these kids that don't have it. But be that as it may, there was a direct correlation between my assessment of the kids I coach and the people that I coach, the adults that I coach, and the adults that perhaps even you coach, or the, the, the people that you have influence over their lives. It could be your children, it could be your spouse, it could be my children, it could be my spouse, it could be clients. Whatever the case may be, there are always going to be different schools. There are always going to be different people in those classes. There's always going to be different players on your team. There's always going to be different attitudes and approaches and desires and effort. And for me, I, I get extremely frustrated because sometimes I want something more for people than they want it themselves. And I can see now some of the frustration in the coaches that I've had over the years because sometimes they've wanted it more than I did. And so there's this question of how do you assess your influence, your impact on those who you attempt to help, to grow, to change, to, to, to be better people, to speak better, to love better, to, to work better, to clean better, to do better homework, whatever it, is, whatever it is that you need to do. How is it that that's working out for you? And the one lesson, the principle that I had learned from this game of soccer and taking third place is that People will show up when they're ready. When somebody's ready to learn, they'll be ready to learn, and they'll show up and learn, and they'll play. And so I want you to think about your life, to assess your life, and see perhaps where are you frustrated in your own life with a spouse, with a child, with a colleague, with somebody who's under your care, because they're not showing up, and you're giving your all. Because I know there's at least one. And then I want, to, I want you to ask yourself, do you want it more than they want it for themselves? And if that's the case, then you have a clear picture of why you're experiencing this frustration. It's because they're not ready. And so maybe perhaps you have to pull back. So I want you to think about that for a minute as we continue this conversation on people showing up when they're ready and playing as a team and doing the things that they need to do. Because years ago, my wife and I, we were at a very difficult period in our relationship. I've talked about it before many times. Where the only thing we loved about each other was hating each other. And we crossed in the hallways like strangers in the night. We couldn't talk to one another. Every talk turned into a fight. And we did everything we could do to harm each other. And as I've mentioned before, we don't even know how we're together today. We don't know why we're together. The only, the only assessment of why we think we're together or, or actually why we know now is so that we can help others overcome what we overcame. It was for the purpose of helping others. And as we played our game of love together and things started to quickly turn into animosity and discord in our relationship, we had to figure out what is it that we wanted? And it took years before I figured out what I wanted. And so I decided at one point that I was ready to learn. I was ready to change. I was ready to change myself so that my relationship could be better. And so I started to read different books. I read as many books that I could get my hands on about everything that I could get my hands on. Initially, I thought it was money that I wanted. I thought money would solve our problems. And then I thought it was love that would solve our problems. And then I thought it was 
health and wellness and all these different things that solve, that would solve our problems. And, and the more I learned, the better that I got in our relationship. But I had judged my wife enough. I had cursed her enough. I had persecuted her enough to the point where she had a big defensive wall up. And she didn't know if this was going to be a lasting, long-lasting change or if this was just some fad like I had many fads before. And so she was unwilling to go and she was unwilling to learn at the time. And I continued to learn and read and go to seminars and meet with people and try to figure things out and change. And as my life changed, I changed the way I felt, the way I saw things, the way things happened, the way I interacted with my wife. But still, she had her guard up. And it was no fault of her own. I had, I had caused her to be angry with me. I had said things and done things to make her be angry with me. She had previous relationships in her life where she had experienced the same and so she had a guard up. I also had my guard up from previous relationships in my life but I was at this point where I was ready to change and I started to look to her to say at the, t- uh, at the time again, judgment, why aren't you changing? Why aren't you making an effort to change? And the answer was plain and simple is because she wasn't ready. And so because I was ready, I started to judge again. I started to persecute again. Because I said, I'm doing all this work and you ain't doing a damn thing. Why do I have to do the work? There I went again, becoming a victor when I was trying a victim when I was trying to be a victor the whole time. And it took me a while to see that she wasn't ready to change until she was ready to change. And you can't force somebody to change until they're ready to change. But what it took was for me to make the commitment in myself to change, for her to believe that the path that I was on, the things that I were doing, were going to benefit not only myself, but our relationship. And when she saw that I was 100% committed to changing, to being a better person, to loving her the way she needed to be loved, the way that I could love her, to respecting her and honoring her, and all the things I had promised her years before the fighting started, when she was able to believe in that and trust that and have faith in that, then she started on her own journey where she then started to look for coaches. I remember the first time she went to a Christian church with a couple of friends of ours who attended a Christian church and had been attending the church for years. And the first thing I did when she got back was I berated her. I made fun of her. I ridiculed her. Oh, now you need to find God in order to find our relationship? Oh, now you need to find God to find yourself? See, because at the time, God was the last place that I was looking for to search for my, for my wholeness, for my, for my peace, for my forgiveness. And so because she had gone there, I criticized her. Yet I, in my own way, was doing the same thing. I was looking in books. I was looking to people. I was looking to coaches. I was looking to seminars. I was looking to all these different things except for church. But because she went to this place of church, which I had despised and learned to despise years prior, I again then began to ridicule her. Yet she was willing to do this work. So again, I started to create this distension in our relationship because it was obvious that I still wasn't ready to learn a thing or two about that. And with time, she continued. She continued to go to her church and she started to read books, which she had never done before in the past. She read a, I think it was Joyce Meyer book about managing emotions. And little by little, her emotions started to change and the way she interact, interacted with me changed. And because what I had learned, I started to change. And little by little, our relationship started to change. And we started to play as a team again. A team that was on the same page, with the same motivations, with the same aspirations, with the same ideas. Sure, we wanted 
different things, but we were going about it in the same way as a team together because we were both ready at that point to learn to play this game. We'd known the rules of the game and we broke every single one of them. But because we'd gone our own separate ways, because we had found that our pasts were problems to our present, because we judged each other and fought with each other and cursed each other and treated each other bad, we had to go down this road of willing to be able to learn this game and practice this game in our own way when we were ready. And when that started to happen, everything started to change. And within a few years, we were ready to start rebuilding our family. Brittany at the time was about 15 or 16 years old. Vicky and I had found a deep sense of love and commitment and passion to one another. And so we decided then we were going to get married. And we had been playing this game for 10 years, living together, playing together, fighting together for 10 years. And it wasn't until we were ready to play this game, to learn this game, that it all changed. And from there we got married and we had four more children. And the rest, as they say, is history. I can honestly say that we're happier now than we ever have been. We're more in love now than we've ever been. We're more on the same page now than we ever have been. But we wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for the difficulty and the challenges that we went through and our ability to be willing to learn and to be ready to allow each other the space and time to learn in our own time. So as we close this session today and you think about your relationship with your friends or your family or your spouse. You may be doing the work, you may not be doing the work. And you might be experiencing good and you might be experiencing bad, but I know you want to experience better. I know you want to experience great. And the one message I leave with you today is a question and a comment. One, are you ready to learn? Are you ready to learn what it takes and apply whatever it is that you learn to make your life better? And two, are you willing, well, I guess this is more of a question than a statement, but are you willing to allow others in your space that time as well? And I assure you that if you give yourself the time and space to learn and you give your spouse, your children, your friends, your family, your sisters, your brothers, your mom, your dad, that same time, and in the end, that each will find their own way, each will do their own work, and you begin to play as a team and find that deep sense of love and respect that you always wanted. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Bad Parents Podcast, where we covered when they're ready, they'll be ready. This is your host, Andrew L. Ramirez. And until next time, learn, live, and lead your way to your legacy. Have a great day.